0: Welcome to Ladies Kickin' Ass, a podcast for women entrepreneurs working in the skilled trades and home service industry. My name is Tanya Wilson, and against all odds, you know, like being a single mama of two and a woman, I have built multiple six and seven figure profitable service companies. I've had it all, I've lost it all, and built it back better on my own terms. And I'll show you how and inspire you to do the same. Here you will learn from myself and guests on what it takes to design, build, operate, and scale a successful service company as a woman in a traditionally stagnant good old boys club. Our guests have courageous stories of success that must be told and need to be heard from those still trying to make their way. And while we're working on these business goals, we're also learning to love ourselves, love our partners, and raise amazing babies and families to mirror our own badass selves these are all topics that we chat about here. I mean, what's the business without the life that's behind it? Treat yourself, mama. Get comfy, crack the top on your favorite bevy, and spend the next 30 minutes or so with us. Come on, let's learn something new. Again, welcome to the Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to Ladies Kicking Ass Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Happy Friday. I don't know about you, but if you had the week that we had at our place this week, we're glad that it's Friday. So find yourself something ice cold to drink and just hang out with us for the next 20 minutes. We're going to make today sweet and concise, but there's a great message today behind... Competition. The word competition can be scary for people. Um, It can be challenging for some people. And I think it's something that we need to discuss. I think it's something that people kind of sweep under the rug and they don't really think a whole lot about it um, until somebody mentions it and then they start talking about it. I think it's something uh, that we do without really paying attention to the fact that we're doing it. And I think there's different ways that we look at competition. I mean, if you're in the home service industry, I think the number one thing when people are like, what's your competition doing? Um, I think people get hung up on that and they start worrying about it. You know, uh, many times we'll hear through our businesses, uh, your competition is doing it cheaper or I'm going to call your competition Or sometimes people just get overwhelmed with the fact that they think there's too much competition. Like with our drunk removal business, there seems to be a new company that pops up all the time. But are they really our competition? Or are they another fly-by-night? Somebody had a great idea, so they slapped a magnet on the side of a pickup truck and decided to try their hand at what we do professionally. There are different ways that you have to observe... Your competition. And I want to talk about that today. I think the word competition should be an inspiring word for your business. I think it's good to have competition. If you don't have any competition, what do you hold yourself accountable for? Whose standards do you hold? Uh, How do you view your company in a sea of other companies? And I say this because I think the number one competition that we think about is our competition with other companies. I will tell you that any business has competition. And if you think you don't, you need to go back and check again because everybody has competition. I tell my team often that We vary from our competition because we educate and we are passionate about what we do out in the field and it shows. We have incredible online reviews that outshine our competition, which prove those things. But I also tell them that we're not stealing jobs from this company. There's plenty of work to go around. We're not trying to be like this company because we want to be original in our own way of how we conduct business and how we carry ourselves out in the field and even through customer service when people call into our companies. Through leadership in my businesses, we don't compete against other companies. We're aware of what other companies are doing, but they're not our competition. We do things differently, and there's plenty of room for everyone in every space. If you're concerned about the competition, to me, that tells me that you're doing the exact same things that they are. I know wholeheartedly that I have built a business around a lacking aspect of this industry that I work in. And I know that we stand out and shine. Our reviews tell us so. And those are the things that I would challenge you to look at with your company. Stop comparing yourself to your so-called air quote competitors. So what if they're a little less expensive than you? Do they deliver the same experience that you do? What about equipment? Are they running old nasty equipment and you have really nice new equipment? Are they paper invoicing? And you're digital. These things that make you a reputable company, they cost money. And it's okay to charge for those things. I know that we have talked about it in another podcast previous to this with my office manager, Sophie Nelson. We talked about how I believe the statistic came out to be literally 9 out of 10 people would pay a little bit more money for a, to make sure that they were working with a reputable company that was going to take care of them. So that is where building your online reputation is so, so very important for you to being able to charge what it is that you believe that your service is worth. So work on that if you haven't done that yet. Another form of competition that we often run into, and this can even happen between one business owner and another, is that we compete against other members of our team. So whether we are trying to outdo one or we feel insecure about what they're doing, and perhaps we're not doing it quite as well, I would challenge you if you're in this situation that you stop comparing yourself Competition is seriously like you're just stuck in comparison mode. And it doesn't have to be that way. It truly doesn't. What you bring to the table as an employee or team member is different than what someone else brings to the table. And if you would work with that person instead of trying to compete with that person, I guarantee you that you will both become stronger members of the team and be much more admired by your leadership team for doing so. So if you're in that position, be sure to work together and not against each other. There's no competition, you know, there's no I and team. So let's make sure that we're using that that fire inside of us for the right reasons. And same thing for business owners, you know, sometimes some business owners will you know, try to outshine the other one. I just go to work every single day as a business leader and hold my head up high and be proud of what we're doing and what our team is doing and work really hard to make sure that we're improving from the day before that. So make sure and check yourself if you feel like you're constantly comparing or competing with other members of your team. The third thing that I would like to address is competing against a friend. How many of us, probably all of us, have a friend that might be a little bit on the boisterous side? Maybe they're making a whole bunch of money right now, or maybe they have a new car, or a new house, or they have a new f- wife, or a smoking hot boyfriend, or something. Um, stop comparing yourself to them. You don't live their life. If you want the things that they are saying that they have, work for them. I think there's great things in finding someone that may be a few steps ahead of you to inspire you to really work hard to get to the level of where you believe they are, but you don't even know that's where they are. So you may be competing against a story, really. More people tell stories than I think is actual real when it comes to the I have this, I have that comparison factor. So make sure that if you've got someone in your close circle, you're not comparing yourself to them. If you think they're steps ahead of you, talk to them and see if they might be able to lend a hand up and help you get to that level of where they are at. But be sure to understand that everybody's road and journey is their own. And we want to really relish in where we're at. I truly believe that you are where you are supposed to be right now for a reason. Understand that and enjoy the ride. Like I said before, success is a feeling. It's not a destination. So even though this person may have the boat that you want, or maybe they live in the neighborhood you'd like to be able to live in, maybe ask them some questions and not draw that blind faith of competition between them. They may be able to help you get to where you want to be at a quicker pace, so don't ever be afraid to do that. The, you know, the, the, what do they call it? The green-eyed monster of jealousy is a damning thing to bring into your life. So make sure that you always use that for a positive reason. And that you're helping build yourself up and not second guessing what your abilities are just because you're not where somebody else is right now. I know you have it in you to get to that place. So don't stop doubting and don't get that comparisonitis because that can be really life threatening to achieving your goals. Another thing I really didn't even think about before, but I've noticed this a lot lately in social media posts that I've seen. It almost appears that spouses are competing with each other anymore. And what I mean by that is I'm further along in my career than you are, or I have this and you don't have this quite yet. And it typically seems to be the one that maybe is a little behind of where the other spouse is. If one has been in business longer, or if one has been in a position that's, you know, a longer position, and they may have that comparisonitis with their own spouse's. This is somewhere where I would highly challenge you that if you feel that you have that with your boyfriend or spouse or significant other, that you have that conversation so that it doesn't infiltrate into your relationship. I think oftentimes many women are not at the level that their partners or spouses are in a career aspect And sometimes that can become a jealousy factor for them. There's also becoming a lot of women that are surpassing their men in the career field, if you will. And they're having a really hard time swallowing that pill and and being in a relationship that's like that. I would highly recommend to you that you have constant conversations with your significant other and that you talk this out. You don't ever let that infiltrate your relationship or harm your family in any way. It's really quite silly because if you're together in a relationship, you should be doing this for the good of the family and of course to achieve your personal goals. But not at the risk of harming or hurting your family. So be sure to have that discussion if you find yourself in that position. And last but certainly not least, I think we hold ourselves to ridiculous standards of what we think we should be when what we really should be comparing ourselves to is the person we were yesterday. I'm going to say that again. Your only competition should be the person that you were yesterday. If you are continuously working on yourselves, the only thing that you should really be comparing yourself to is the choices and decisions and and actions and moves you made yesterday. Because every day we try to be a little bit better and a little bit better. Tony Robbins teaches this really simple principle. And he says often that we are just two millimeters away from where we need or should be to really achieve our biggest goals. Two millimeters. I mean, if you really think about that, it's like nothing. It's literally like a shift in perspective. It's, you know, taking one step more to the right than to the left. It's really quite awesome that we're right on the verge of that. And a lot of times we don't even realize that. I challenge you as women entrepreneurs or key players in home service companies. And if you're in any service business at all. To sit down in the evening and journal how your day was. And every day, what is something that I did better today? What was a great decision that I made today? And then look back over that in six months. Look back over it in a year. And see how much you've grown. I think we take for granted a lot of times we look back like two weeks from now and we're like, we may still be going through the same problem. We may, may have had personnel issues that now, you know, we're kind of reeling from, or maybe we had a bad sales week, or, you know, how maybe you were just not clicking with one of your kids this week. And you look back and you're like, crap, I'm still in this, I'm still in this. But if you look back six months ago, or you look back six years ago, look at how much you have grown. I am extremely hard on myself in this area and this is something that I'm trying so much to be better at is not holding myself to an impossible standard. Give yourself three big goals that you want to achieve that day and achieve those and get used to the feeling of I have successfully completed my goals today. On to the next ones. Don't make a list of 15 things that you think you're going to get completed today when you know damn well you only got time for one. I used to make lists so obscene that there is no way if I stayed up for 24 hours for five days that I would get all of this stuff completed. And then I would get upset with myself that I didn't complete stuff and I felt like a failure. Set yourself up to win. Set yourself up with two to three big goals, non-negotiables that you're going to do that day. And don't be crazy and make it like eight hours worth of crap that you know you don't have time for that day. And then sit down at your calendar and time block those three goals off. So you have zero reason to not complete those. I promise you this is something that may take you weeks or even months to get really good at, but continue to keep doing it. Just keep doing it because you'll get better at it. Every day you get better at it. I have time blocks for all kinds of stuff into my schedule now. And it is helping me achieve big goals just by setting these little time blocks. It's each one of those bricks that you fit together that builds the house you're trying to build. Don't try to throw a layer on there. One brick at a time will build your dreams. I promise. I am living proof of this myself and I know that it works. This was really great advice that was given to me and I have just always felt like I needed to pay that forward and that I needed to give that to someone else. Two millimeter shift and truly time block yourself to accomplish three big goals, and watch your growth, you will stop looking at competition the way that you do now. I don't even think about the competition in the traditional sense of the word anymore. Because it's so ingrained in my head right now that the only competition I have is myself. I don't have to be any specific person for anyone. The only one that I need to make happy, first and foremost, is myself. That's not selfish. That's selfless. Because you are then able to care and give and provide so much value for everybody else that is in your life. Let's focus this week. Even think about it this weekend. I want you to come up with three big goals that you're going to work on this week. Don't make them crazy time involved. Three big goals that would move the needle a little bit forward in your business or in your position. Write them down and then check in with yourself every single day. Did I get this completed? Did I get this completed? Break it down, but make sure that you get those three goals completed and that you can see that you are making progress. When you write it, you can measure it. You can see it put it on a post-it note, stick it to your mirror, stick it in your car, stick it on your notebook. doesn't matter where it goes. Just put it somewhere where you can see it. I promise you that when you stop viewing competition in the traditional sense, you will grow. Hand over fist in astounding ways that you didn't even know that were possible. And it truly happens when you're not even looking. Ladies, I know that you have what it takes to build an amazing home service company, and I'm here to support you 100% of the way. If you find yourself in a little lurch and you feel like you need some help, you can always reach out to me. I'm at Tanya's at ladieskickinass.com. That's T A N Y A at ladieskickinass.com. And you can find me anywhere on social media at ladieskickinass. Shoot me a DM let me know what you're working on. I'd love to be able to support you and your big business goals. In the meantime, ladies, make that list and keep kicking some serious ass. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ladies Kicking Ass podcast. If you yourself are one of these amazing women and you have an awesome story that you'd love to share with our audience about raising businesses and babies and becoming the woman of your dreams, I want to talk to you. So please find us on Instagram or Facebook at Ladies Kickin' Ass, shoot us a DM, and let's chat. You have a story that needs to be heard, and I want to help you tell it.